0: Good morning, City Church. This is Grant Woodfin bringing you what I hope will be a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. The concept of going to the beach for vacation was relatively new to me when we first moved to Virginia from Texas. Growing up, we were closer to the mountains than beaches, so we learned to love the mountains. It was no surprise then that my wife Tracy and I decided to travel to the mountains for our honeymoon. We chose Wyoming and the Grand Tetons in July, which was a very welcome climate change from blazing hot Texas. While there, we rode a ski lift that, while off-season, allowed us to see the beautiful mountainside. As we prepared to load on the ski lift, a young boy, several groups ahead of us, was with his aunt. And while trying to sit on the moving chair, she froze, and the child ended up being on the chair by himself. Terrified, He twisted out of the lift chair and grabbed a hold of the seat as the lift chair bar lowered over his legs. He was alone, hanging on to the lift chair in a very precarious way, while the ride progressed over a very large drop. Fortunately, the ride operator stopped the lift chair. Another man, who must have been a superhero, scaled a support pole and reached across the gap to the terrified kid. Tracy and I stood amazed as he pulled the boy to safety and returned him to his aunt. It may seem strange, but I thought about this event as I reflected on the daily office lectionary passage from today. We read the following verses in 1 Peter 1, 13-15. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that would be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. This seems like a great big ask from Peter. Someone encouraged me recently to modify how I approach scriptures like this. They encouraged me to approach it with curiosity rather than viewing it through a lens of legalism and shame. Curiosity steps across the gap of shame in the should-be doings. It quiets the voice of legalism, which is often my default. So let's try it this morning. My initial reading of this passage leaves me feeling wholly inadequate. Holy? Really? Obedient children? Ouch. I feel the voices of failure and inadequacy rise. I sense the edges of the scripture darken, and it makes me want to close my Bible and stop reading and escape to something else. If we approach the scripture with curiosity, I begin by asking why. Why would this call for being holy be present to an audience of broken, sinful people? Why would Peter say you need to jump this high when our feet are glued to the ground? Why would Peter talk about holding on to our hope and then immediately, one verse later, launch into a command to be holy when the latter seems to undermine the former? This curiosity nudges me to look at the verses immediately before the call for holiness. Verse 13 reads, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. If we walk back several more verses, we see Peter describing in Jesus a, quote, living hope, quote, an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. When I look at this command to be holy and set apart from the context of protecting and defending my hope in God's grace, I don't see it as coming from a God with a pointing finger, stern countenance, and bubbling anger. I see it coming from a God who understands all too well the damage sin inflicts on inflicts on my hope and on my hold on hope. To me, this is a clear expression of love. I am humbled by my position in Christ as holy and righteous. Looking at this call to holiness moves me to celebrate his grace and, as Peter states, set my hope fully on the grace to be brought at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I'm sure there was only one thing the boy was thinking— while all alone and desperately clinging to the lift chair. Hold on. Don't let go. I need help. I think this is what Peter is requesting of us in these verses. During dark days, hard days, lonely days, and sad days, hold on. Don't let go. A rescuer is coming. With expectant hearts, May we all cling to this hope. Until tomorrow, City Church, stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A dot com. And thanks for listening.